Welcome back to the Partnership Podcast. This time, we want to get a key funeral director's view on the profession. Jim Old is the National Safe President in addition to running James Old Funeral Directors in Helensborough, Western Scotland. In his work as president and in his own business, Jim has been an exemplary ambassador for the funeral profession. And in recent times, he has been keen to embrace the opportunities the internet has brought. With the Safe AGM on its way, I sat down to talk to Jim about his presidential year and the future of the profession. So, Jim, delighted you're with us today and thank you for joining us. So, with one month left to go, how has your year as president been? Thank you, Malcolm, for your welcome. Um, the last year, in one word, has been busy. <laughs> Um, but it's really been very, very enjoyable. It's it's been great to to connect with all um, the different trade associations. With NFE last year, which was very successful, and yep. uh, but probably one of the best things of my year has been attending the Cremation Society CBCE conference last July down in Southampton. Um, really, the, the 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 cemeteries and crematoria are key supplier. And we should probably engage and network with them better. Yeah. So that's been a great. Um, that was that was probably one of the highlights of the year. Um, I think it's great to have met so many independent funeral directors up and down the country of varying sizes, and uh, from the smallest uh, doing maybe a few dozen funerals a year to to some that are doing uh, into their thousands. Yes. And basically, we're all doing the same job, and we're 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 integral parts of our local community and caring for our families um, uh, in these in these communities. And in, in your travels, uh, and I know you've travelled extensively around the UK, you and I have met a few times, um, what's encouraged you most about the profession from, from your perspective? I think the standards that we as independent funeral directors on the whole give our families, mm-hmm. you know, we're... We're all achieving, trying to achieve the, the the best for our families and putting our families foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing a lot um, about industry disruptors and price cutting yeah. from some of the bigger um, um, groups and some of the, the low price chains. But really, um, these these lower costs can only come uh, at a cost to the, the service mm-hmm. that we offer to our families. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, now, as I said, it is only a month uh, away from the uh, SAFE Annual General Meeting in Glasgow. Um, and any thoughts as to what we can look forward to? I think just the the way that the, the profession is at the moment, um, it's in a kind of almost limbo because in the, 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 the prepaid funeral side, we're, we're waiting on the FCA uh, results and all yeah. that coming in. And we're also waiting on that need the review by the CMA. And um, so at the moment, I think it's just almost going to be a holding AGM, but it's actually making our members aware that there are going to be big yes. changes around the corner. It's getting them um, geared up to know that these changes mm-hmm. are coming and actually accepting it. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people have said, oh, it'll never happen. But these yeah. things are very real and they are going to happen. Um, also, in the during the, the weekend, which is in Glasgow and the the 13th to the 15th of March, um, the, the the Friday afternoon, we've got an education ses- session, which is very much about suicide awareness and yes. funeral directors uh, in okay. the 
and I think that will be um, it'll be it'll be a hard uh, event, but worthwhile because we all sadly come across these deaths from time to time. We'll hopefully have some time for uh, some Scottish hospitality at the Grand Central. Indeed. And um, and hope to see as many of our members there supporting us. And if you get there early enough on the Friday evening, there's possibly a whiskey distillery tour as well. Sounds good. Um, and any words of advice for Mark Porteous taking over from you? Um, just don't have any holidays and just concentrate on your whole year as safe. I'm looking forward to a holiday after yeah. this is all over. Uh, it's been it's. It's been a busy year, but it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, the the amount of uh, people that I've met that have become friends mm. and, and um, that will stay friends, I'm sure, forever because of this has just um, been incredible. And it's been a fantastic opportunity to promote, to promote the, the, um, the independent funeral directors in SAFE and what we, we do and also to, to support um, Golden Charter as well. I've really enjoyed all the, the opportunities that it, um, the, the, the role has, has given me and I'm incredibly proud to have been uh, only the second um, national president from Scotland, the first being the late Andrew Harvey, who was one of the yep. founders of Golden Charter. I always thought that if I could be half as good as him as a funeral director, I'd be doing okay. Excellent. Thank you, Jim. Well, I and I know many other funeral directors across the land think you've done a cracking job. It's so well done. Good. Look forward to the AGM. Now, Jim... In the past year, Golden Charter has been successful in bringing a lot of funeral directors into the trade association fold, uh, and particularly with dozens joining SAFE for the first time. As SAFE president and a SAFE charter member, you yourself reflect the close bonds between the two organisations. So given what we know is happening over the next year or two, why is it so important to belong to a trade association then? Well, Malcolm, it's um, so important to be a member of a trade association because um, we are there not just to, to enhance standards amongst our members, but also to, to, to give reassurance to the public that um, our members are they're complying with a code of practice, they've got professional standards, um, they, their facilities behind the scenes that not everyone sees are... Uh, of a, a recognised standard, safe in Scotland, uh, for example, they made a membership rule that you, to be a member of Safe in Scotland, you had to have refrigeration, yes. and that is absolutely essential in today's um, uh, climate where uh, funerals now take place a week to ten days after uh, death, where whereas in my early days it was within two or three days. So things like that it also gives um, members of the public reassurance that uh, we have. Um, that that, that we're, we are uh, meeting a standard yeah. because so many people don't realise as of yet funerals are unregulated throughout yeah. the United Kingdom and um, I think that's something that I found in our local community um, with being SAFE president because yeah. it's brought a, a bit of recognition to to what SAFE is in our, our local community. Okay, thank you. And if, because I've met one or two funeral directors across the UK who are still a little reticent to join a trade body, um, if there is anyone out there that has still some doubts, would you be happy to speak to them direct? Absolutely. I'd be more than ha happy to speak to them, give them the reassurance, and and I think it's going to be a natural stepping stone to to things that are going to be uh, 
uh, required statutory required by law, and I think that that's uh, you know this is this this is going to be a natural pro- progression because when things become statutory, uh, there will there will be no choice. No, no, and, I get that, and, and that's uh, you know that's and, and I think safe will be absolutely paramount at supporting and along with Golden Charter uh, on the the FCA side of things with um, funeral planning, the regional business man the or the area business managers uh, will um, will will be absolutely fantastic at supporting the the um, the, the funeral directors throughout the country. Great. Thank you, Jim. So, in fact, you've just mentioned it, so I just want to pick up on that that point then. In terms of the way we have supported you, and you mentioned the area business manager there, so the managers across the United Kingdom that we have supporting funeral directors, are, are there specifically to support? So, from your perspective, how useful has that been for you, and how do you want to use that support going forward, particularly now as you come off your year of being well, that's, national that's, president? Uh, um, Rosie has probably um, found it quite difficult to, to to catch up with me quite a lot over the last year. So, so I'm, I'm not saying that she's given up trying, but uh, she's she's just yeah. always touched base and said um, that once once the year's over, we'll um, we'll we'll get down to doing some of the things, perhaps uh, a wee bit of digital marketing, uh, setting up a Facebook yeah. um, page uh, for the business. Um, you know, because I really only tend to use social media for personal yeah. at the moment. Uh, and um, there's they've got business reviews that you can they're, they're constantly able to tell you how you're progressing on your sales where the, they would like you to be at the sales I think we'd all like to sell more plans but um, um, and um, I think they're they're there for things that are going to become more um, regulatory and uh, and I think uh, they'll be an invaluable tool uh, along with your your bank manager your accountant and your lawyer I think they'll be an integral part of the business and I know Jim in your own business uh, you you tend to see your families when you're having the conversations around funeral plans Uh, had you thought of is there any other way that you might consider using Golden Charter just in terms of your own business. Maybe it's training some of your staff, because sometimes you're not there. How, how do you deal with that problem? I'm a bit of a control freak, <laughs> so I like I like to I like to to to, to actually sit down with all yeah. families that we're arranging, and I think. Um, Obviously, larger companies, I think they'll need to probably just have one dedicated person, I think, in the future mm-hmm. that is doing it so that we're all uh, trying to be as compliant and aware of um, um, the, the, the the public's needs and, and their, their expectations of us when we're selling this uh, um, high-value product. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people would say it's, a, it's not a financial services product. It's, 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 a, it's a product you're buying. And I think that's probably right, but there's absolutely no doubt that it's under going to be under control and scrutiny of FCA. So we have to to and I move forward on that. And I I do can does worry me that you know there is the potential for someone that could be classed as vulnerable to mm-hmm. be to be. And I'd like to think that if there's maybe only there's an element of consistency within within each business, if yeah. there's if there's only key people that are are selling funeral plans. Okay, and and that's a good point actually, Jim. You just reminded me to mention that uh, Goldie News has recently gone out with uh, our own policies on treating vulnerable customers as well as uh, treating customers fairly. 
So to our listeners, uh, that is a good read and an essential read. Uh, we'll give you some guidance on what the expectations are, even though I know funeral directors have been handling vulnerable customers for many, many years in the past, but, but there is a formality required now. Absolutely, and I think I think it's definitely you have to um, sit and when you're when you're arranging a funeral plan, I know that I always tell a wee bit about um, Golden Charter, the company, yeah. and uh, the trust, yes. and particularly how well funded the trust is, uh, yeah. and that if everyone was to die tomorrow, there's enough money there mm-hmm. to cover all funerals in the trust. And I think that's absolutely paramount when you're when you're selling a funeral plan and that's one of the first things that i that i say when i'm t- selling a funeral plan right. uh just to give them that absolute reassurance reassurance that they can then go ahead and and research uh do any further research that they want to or um uh, or perhaps um ask it gives an opportunity to ask further questions on it quite just to give themselves comfort uh-huh. at the yeah. end of the day it's all about peace of mind, and that's the whole reason that funeral plans were set up, that, that families yeah. would have peace of mind, not just for the financial side of things, but their actual funerals would be carried out with the way that the, the, they, would, the, the, they would wish. No, I get that. Okay, Jim, brilliant. Thank you for that. Uh, and I will let Rosie know that you are contactable again, although you probably need a holiday first, so I will warn her. Yeah? That's it, definitely. Great, thanks. Brilliant, Jim. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of Golden Charter's Partnership Podcast. We'll be hearing from more funeral directors and key figures in the coming months, keeping you up to date with the changing profession. If you have any questions or suggestions, why not contact me on malcolm.flanders at goldencharter.co.uk And watch out for future editions wherever you get your podcasts or at goldencharter.buzzsprout.com. Take care and I'll talk to you next time on the Partnership Podcast.